Hi everyone, and welcome to my sauntering podcast. My name is Paul White, and I live in a gorgeous place called Weymouth. And this podcast is a collection of saunters that were born in lockdown, but it's also got some additional stuff which is just fresh, hot off the press. praying that you'll be really blessed and that God will speak into your heart as we take this journey together. So please go ahead and hit the subscribe button to keep updated with the very latest sauntering podcasts. Good morning lovely friends and saunterers. Welcome to another sunny saunter. It's the last one in the book of Luke today so we are in this most glorious chapter i just want to say if you if this is the first saunter you've ever watched you can find hundreds literally (laughs) on the prayer house youtube channel from previous ones dating right back to almost the very beginning of lockdown we went through the book of psalms proverbs ecclesiastes song of solomon been through matthew romans one corinthians they're all there on on YouTube. Do like them, share them, get them around because they're a resource. They're not the final word, obviously, because this is a living word. The Bible is a living word and it speaks to us every time we read it. And every time someone reads it out and comments on it, providing they're doing it from a good heart to honour God, there's something for us to be gained and and not just to learn information but to be enriched in our spirit and that's the whole point of teaching the the bible day after day is that we become enriched and as we look at jesus and consider him and reflect on him we become like him as we just adore him and fill our hearts and minds with him and his wonders so like him share him get him out there and may they be a blessing and open the eyes of your hearts. May God open the eyes of your heart as you look at these um, saunters and as we go through the word today. So Holy Spirit, we invite you, just speak to us now. And we actively say, we open our hearts to you, Lord. We want to see Jesus. We wanna know him more and more. Amen. Good morning, Kathy and Wills. Um, right, so we're on Luke chapter 24. Amazing chapter. We've just been through the heartache of the crucifixion. Thank you, Kathy. Bless you. Um, through the heartache of the crucifixion, the betrayal, the trial, all these things. And yet we see that there's this incredible purpose of God. And it's amazing as well how the timing, it shouldn't be surprising really, is God doing it, how the timing fits in so perfectly with the Passover and the sacrifices that are being carried out for the families of the nation at that very time that Jesus, the Lamb of God, is hanging on the cross. But here we go. So on chapter 24, verse 1, But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared, and they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Now, I read somewhere that these stones can be up to two tons in weight. I mean, that's like a transit van or a Land Rover. It's pretty hefty. 
um, and the stone was rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, <clears throat> they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. Right. Some people might say wrong tomb. Silly women. Very grievous. Gr grieving. Sorry. Grieving women. Very kind of caught up in the moment. Don't forget in chapter 23, we had actually had the same women there at the tomb. Um, the women who had come with him from Galilee, followed and saw the tomb and how his body was laid. So they made a mental note. They went home to prepare the spices for the burial. They, um, sorry, to embalm him or wrap him up, you know, properly in the, the custom, according to the custom. They'd gone home, prepared the spices and rested on the Sabbath day um, as they were required to by law. But on the first day of the week, they turn up. They're going to prepare his body properly and they find the stone rolled away this massive big stone um in some uh, in matthew's gospel it tells us about there was a roman guard put by the tomb it was sealed it was all properly done and different accounts of the gospels tell us different details but the point remains the same is this was a jolly heavy stone and it was rolled away and the women didn't do it and um, so Jesus is not in the tomb. That's the whole point. It's an empty tomb. And so when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And while they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but he is risen. You're in the wrong place, girls. He's not here anymore. This is where dead people are. You're not going to find the Lord of life, the risen saviour here. He is risen just as he said. Wow. He He's not here, but he's risen, risen. Remember how he told you while he was in Galilee? I'm really sorry if this is noisy. It's windy down here. I should be at the top, really. Um that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise. And they remembered his words and returning from the tomb, they told these things to the eleven and all the rest. Now, it was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. But these words seemed to them like an idle tale. Well, I mean, it did sound a bit fanciful, didn't it? But you remember Joanna, she was the wife of Chusa, the steward to Herod. She was one of Jesus's financial kind of dis backing disciples. She was putting money into the whole Jesus thing and mission Jesus, team Jesus. And uh, she's there with Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of um, James and these other women who were Jesus's disciples. And they're all super excited. You can imagine them coming to the brothers and saying you've got to believe this he's alive whoa this is amazing it's just like he said it's just like he said and they're like shut up you're super excited you're getting hysterical calm yourselves down and have a nice cup of tea and so but these words seemed to them to be an idle tale and they did not believe them but peter rose and ran to the tomb stooping and looking in he saw the linen cloths by themselves and he went home marveling at what had happened on that very day, two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and they were talking with each other about all these things that had happened. 
so two of them being two of the disciples. Um, while they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognising him. I just think that's so amazing. Right. These are people who've hung out with Jesus. They've been with him for maybe up to three years. <clears throat> they've seen him. They've talked with him. They've eaten with him. They've ah, hung out with him, travelled. And they, for some reason, their eyes, they don't recognise him. So Jesus, is it that Jesus is a master of disguise or just that at that moment, the Holy Spirit had just closed their eyes so they couldn't see Jesus because they needed to get this message. Right, here's the message. And so Jesus himself drew near with them and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognising him. And he said to them, what is this conversation that you are holding? Oh my, windy. That you are holding with each other as you walk. And they stood still looking sad. Then one of them named Cleopas answered him are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened here in these days and he said to them what things <laughs> Jesus <laughs> what things and they said to him concerning Jesus of Nazareth a man who was a prophet mighty indeed and word before God and all the peoples and how all the people and how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him but we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. We had hoped. So they're saying, come on, you must have missed. This is the most monument. This has been the only show in town. This is what everybody is talking about in Jerusalem. Where have you been? Have you just been asleep for like a week because you've missed all this stuff that's been unfolding before us and yet we had and they start to open their hearts and talk about the hopes that they'd had and they'd seen Jesus and he was this great prophet and he was mighty in word and deed and now and he was a servant of God and all the rest of it and now he was gone and verse 21 but we had hoped he was the one to redeem Israel Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things happened. Isn't it interesting and so sad? We can feel the, the kind of pain of these dear disciples as they're walking on this road. But this is the thing. We had hoped he would be the one who would redeem Israel. They, that's that, All that is still happening. That has still happened. That's precisely why he came. But the mission was much bigger than that. It was not just to redeem Israel. Israel it was to redeem the whole world and so they they've got it right but they've they've still seen it through a narrow blinkered Jewish perspective and actually Jesus is going to help them a bit with that and so besides all this it is now the third day since these things happened Moreover, some uh, some women of our company amazed us. They were at the tomb early in the morning, and when they did not find the body, they came back saying they had even seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women said, but him they did not see. <laughs> and it seems as though Cleopas and his friend or companion are somehow not believing that Jesus is alive, even though they've heard the testimony of the women and they've heard the testimony of the other disciples who went to see, and yet still their own hearts are not convinced. They're still skeptical. They're still walking back 
to Emmaus thinking this has all failed. What a disappointment. Our hopes and dreams are shattered. Yeah. Good morning, Jetson. Good morning, um, Dave and Sarah. And so, and then Jesus says to them, oh, foolish ones and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. You see, they knew the prophets. They knew what the prophets had said, but they didn't know it. They'd read it. They'd heard it. They were familiar with it. And like so often with the scripture, we hear it, we're familiar with it, we've been around church, and yet sometimes we miss what God is actually trying to say to us through it. And they had completely missed this point. And <clears throat> so he says, and this is really important, I'm sure this was why Jesus spent the time with these guys, because he wanted to build their understanding and root it in the scripture so that they would then be able to convey the message accurately and well on into the future and so Jesus gives them a, a special personal bible study and he says was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory and beginning with Moses and all the prophets he interpreted to them in all the scriptures things the things concerning himself wouldn't you have loved to have been in that bible study just listening to jesus the best teacher ever opening up the scripture making sense of the old testament in the context of him his death his resurrection wow what a treat that must have been verse 28 <clears throat> so as they drew near to the village to which they were going he acted as if he was he were going further father but they urged him strongly saying stay with us for it is towards evening and the day is now far spent <clears throat> so he went in to stay with them and when he was at table with them he took the bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to them and their eyes were opened come on Woohoo! so jesus in this moment of breaking bread reveals himself do you know what this is so profound because for centuries and centuries on jesus still does that at the time of breaking bread he reveals himself at the time of the lord's supper at the time of holy communion there's a special way in which he reveals himself to us ah isn't that glorious and he broke it and gave it to them their eyes were open they recognized him and he vanished from their sight <clears throat> Verse 32, they said to each other, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road and while he opened to us the scriptures? This is what we do, isn't it? We're like, yeah, I kind of knew it was him all along. I wasn't fooled by his disguise, by his glasses and his fake beard. I knew it was Jesus. And <laughs> Verse 33, and they rose that same hour and returned to Jerusalem and they found the eleven. And those who are with them gathered together saying, the Lord has risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. And then they told what had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of the bread. Come on. This is amazing. They've just walked seven miles. They've had this Bible study. They've just sat down to have a meal, barely even had any. Jesus disappeared. Boom. And then they think this is so exciting. We need to walk all the seven miles back again. <laughs> tell the brothers what's happened and so they're so excited and everyone else is there and they've heard from Peter and he says yeah and so they're all saying he's risen he's risen indeed this is so exciting they found the 11 and those who were with them gathered together and verse 35 and they told what had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of the bread there you go 
don't ever get over familiar with the Lord's Supper, with Holy Communion. We've talked about it. This is such a precious time where we draw close. And if we allow him, he will open our eyes as we break bread and remember him and reflect on him and all of his goodness and who he is. Oh, my. Oh, my. Paul says, as we gaze at him with unveiled faces, we're changed into his glory. And there's something about just gazing on Jesus, talking about him, getting excited about him reflecting on him worshiping him that changes us into his likeness we become like him that's his purpose right now is that you and i become like him and we reflect his glory we bring his glory into this dark needy world <clears throat> verse 36 as they were talking about these things jesus himself stood among them and said to them peace be to you but they were startled. They had anything but peace right then. They were startled and frightened and thought they saw a spirit or a ghost, I guess. And he said to them, why are you troubled and why do doubts rise in your hearts? So they all been saying, Jesus is alive, Jesus is alive. Then he shows up and they're all like, oh, this must be a ghost. <laughs> I just think we're so funny. That's so much like the church. We pray for someone to be healed and then we, then we kind of try and work out how it could have happened naturally. It's like, no, Jesus has done it. Let's, oh, come on. <laughs> and so there he is standing right in front of them and they think, oh, maybe it's a ghost. Let's go for the least obvious option. We know Jesus is alive. Everyone's been telling us and here he is. Let's just assume it's him. And so why, uh, why do, why are you, why are you troubled? Georgie's up and about. And why do doubts rise in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they still disbelieved for joy <laughs> and were marvelling, he said to them, have you anything here to eat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish and he took it and ate it before them. So now they're so excited they realise it is him, but they still don't believe because they're so excited. <laughs> they disbelieved for joy. <laughs> this is like, oh, I can't believe it. Oh, Jesus, I can't believe it. It's you. Oh, I can't believe it. Well, look, here it is me. Reach out come and touch me give me something to eat let me show you i'm not a ghost all right and we know that from the other gospel accounts the story of thomas and all the other things that happened but this is luke's version and it's just so lovely i love it so much verse 44 he said to them these are my words that i spoke to you while i was still with you that everything written about me in the law of moses and the prophets and the psalms must be fulfilled so here we go again guys don't be surprised that this happened. I've told you, honestly, I really did tell you many times that these things had to happen and be fulfilled. These scriptures that you all know. Verse 45, then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. Oh, we need, listen to me, we need Jesus to open our minds to understand the scriptures <clears throat> when people read the law of Moses without Jesus it's like a veil is over their eyes they can't see we even 
Christians can read the Bible and miss the whole point. Let's every time we come to it, approach it, just say, Jesus, open my eyes. Open my eyes. Let me understand the scriptures. And he said to them, thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in, the, in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things and behold, I am sending the promise of my father upon you, but stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Now, there is a beautiful gospel of blessing the poor, caring for the needy, bringing healing to broken communities, broken lives, broken families, restoration, all of that. That is very, very important. It is part of the gospel. It's part of the good news. It's good news to the poor to set the captives free, etc., etc. But it is also repentance for the forgiveness of sins. So the Lamb of God was slain for the forgiveness of sins. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. We can't separate the two things. We can't just make serving Jesus be all about being kind and good and miss out on that vital component, which is essential, it's foundational, it's repentance. In the book of Hebrews, it says this is one of the foundations, is repentance from works that lead to death and faith in Jesus. And so we, it's what we're doing is we're doing both. We're out there demonstrating, we're witnesses of his resurrection. We're demonstrating his power and his love. We're bringing action into the community. We're making a difference with our neighbors and our friends and our family. We're demonstrating what a redeemed lifestyle looks like, what it looks like to be filled with the Holy Spirit and so on and so on and so on. But at the same time, we're also urging people to change their heart, change their mind towards Jesus and begin to have faith in him for salvation, repentance for the forgiveness of sins that should be proclaimed in his name to all nations. And so once again, Jesus is saying, guys, this is about the Jews, but this is about all nations. So don't even stop when you've preached the gospel here in your own neighborhood. You've got to get it out there. It's going to go out and out and out and out and encompass the whole globe. Um, and he says, beginning from Jerusalem. So you are, you're going to be proclaiming this, this message in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. Remember, we keep saying, we keep highlighting that word witnesses. Martus, you are here to give a testimony, to give evidence as in a court of law of what you've seen. Luke himself is doing precisely that by writing this orderly account. He's saying, listen, I've done my best to write an orderly account of everything that you need to know about Jesus, everything he did and taught and so on. And uh, he, so Luke is being a martus, you and me who have run into Jesus on the road to Emmaus or wherever we met him on the, on the way to Tar, on the way to um, Damascus, we fell off our donkey, whatever, however we met Jesus, our job then is to be a witness. Oh my, sorry about the wind. Um, in our neighborhood and beyond, to infinity and beyond. And so behold, verse 49, I'm sending the promise of my father, which is the Holy Spirit, 
upon you, but stay in the city until you're clothed with power from on high. So Jesus is saying, don't just rush off now this very second and try and do it. Wait in Jerusalem and you will receive power when you receive the promise of the Father. He'd already talked, he'd already set them up. He said, I'm going to send another comforter, another one like me, and he's going to guide you into all truth and you'll be filled with power and all the rest of it. And he says, you're going to be... You're going to be clothed with power from on high. This is not just a self-improvement program. This is about the power of heaven. In again in Hebrews, it talks about in Hebrews 6, it talks about the power of the age to come. You've tasted of the power of the age to come. Jesus is saying you're going to be clothed with power from on high. That is not just a kind of self it's just not us doing better than we were before it's us being transformed and filled with the very power of god wow verse 50 you can see why this gospel has spread and captivated hearts and minds for 2000 years can't you this is stunning and beautiful and glorious and you and me are part of this incredible unfolding story still Verse 50, and he led them out as far as Bethany and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. And while he blessed them, he parted from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising God. Now, that is interesting. That's the first time we really see a group of people worshipping Jesus, isn't it? Don't know if you thought about that. The word there is to come towards someone, to kiss them or to bow down, to kneel and to give reverence and awe. And these guys, his best friends, they it's like, wow, Jesus, we loved you before. We knew you were great before, but now all we can do is literally kneel down and worship you. And in doing that, they are fully acknowledging that Jesus is God He's not just a son of God. He's not just a messenger from God. He is God. That is why I'm following him today. That is why I've given my life to serve him, because he is God. He is the prince of life. He's the champion who defeated the grave. He's alive. And just like he prayed for Peter on that day when he said, I prayed your faith will not fail. He's praying for you and I that our faith will not fail. He's pressing in. He's there in heaven, standing in heaven, interceding on our behalf. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Let's just love him. Jesus, we love you. We once again surrender our hearts to you, Lord Jesus. And we pray that you will, that your fame will spread once again, not just through the earth, but through the nation of Britain. In Jesus' glorious name. God bless you, everyone. Have a stunning day. Thank you for being with me. I am super excited to be able to recommend to you my book, The Christing. It's a whole adventure of digging deep into the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, exploring stories that may be familiar to us, but just seeing how the power and the beautiful rich treasure of the holy spirit is there on every single page and my desire as i share my own stories is that we would get caught up in that adventure together of a life 
pursuing the supernatural God where anything becomes possible when we're full of his Holy Spirit. And so my prayer for you as you read this book is that you'll get excited to embark on your own voyage of discovery with him. But more than anything else, that you would fall more in love with Jesus. So please, if you have not got a copy, do buy one. You can get it online on all the major um, online bookstores, including Amazon, Eden and others. You can buy it from Christian bookshops. Or you can message me and get your own signed copy. There you go. But do like it and review it because that really, really does help. Thank you so much.